Ah, it's deprogrammed. I am your host of sorts, Justin. And uh, you know what? Today we are talking about YouTube, part one of YouTube, where we're going to do uh, at least two parts. Two parts. We're going to do seven parts. We're going to do seven parts of YouTube. Uh, you can uh, help a great deal by going to patreon.com slash oh hi Justin, and you get this show a couple days early. You get the Oh Hi Justin pod, which comes out every day. Every day. <laughs> uh, you get that a week before the rest of the world. You get the Wrestle Pals pod, which comes directly there. And there's going to be loads of other stuff, including the These Ghouls demos as they evolve. You can watch the band get better or worse. It depends on, uh, you know, how you feel. You can also subscribe to this show on the iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher. And leave some feedback on any of those. It would be greatly appreciated. Today, again, we are talking about you two. Glad to be joined again by... We've been palling around here for a good couple hours. Jody, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Good to have you back. It's a... I'll use the word cleaner this time, I feel like. Hmm. Does that mean we have to do a clean show? No. Oh, good. (laughs) Not at all. Just let's stay away from the beverages. All right. All right. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. (laughs) Also joined on the Skype machine, Scott Rosenberger. How's it going, guys? How how you doing, man? I'm doing good, doing good. So, right off the top, I'm going to apologize. My energy is going to be kind of wavy. Uh, I've got the big Fredo sessions tomorrow, so I don't want to caffeinate at this time, because i got to go to sleep pretty much right after. Yeah. So, if I caffeinate now, I'm not going to be able to sleep, and then I won't be able to get up in time to go to, uh, to the Fredo sessions. Yeah, I'm not supposed to say where he lives, even though I've said it numerous times on this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to do the first half of uh, of you two, and and we broke it up this way. We we started at boy, and we stopped right at rattle and hum. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, we had a discussion initially of you know how did we want to do this? Did we want to do two uh, two separate episodes, or did we want to just kind of pick and choose? And Jody, you brought up a great point about about you two and why why we ended up stopping at Rattle and Hum, and, and your thoughts behind why we should do two. Right. As I was uh, listening through the uh, entire discography, Rattle and Hum is about the point where they stopped being a religious band that played rock music and kind of started that got into the rock band and they still have the their religious overtones the spirituality of the band is still in the music but it takes a bit of a back seat to being a rock band and after rattle and hum or during a little bit but mostly after rattle and hum is when that change seems to have happened yeah scott what are your thoughts on on the break like uh, the the first half, I, I feel like up until up until even up until like um the Joshua Tree and Rattle and Hum to some extent is like they stopped being an Irish band and then just started being a rock band. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. And what's funny for me is with U two, U two is always my mom's band. Hmm. Like yeah. always, always my mom's band, and I've always kind of equated them with my mom and uh you know that's not a bad thing it's just they were always hers and it's funny where where we decided to break with with rattle and hum like i've always thought of my u2 is joshua tree rattle and hum zuropa octoon baby sorry zuropa and pop pop is kind of where pop was the first u2 record that like i selected like that's me i 
I'm listening to this because I like this band. Whereas, yeah. you know, everything else was kind of trapped in the car. A little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, in the first three, the first three records, you know, actually maybe even the first five right up to Unforgettable Fire was kind of, this is what my mom likes and I'm just kind of here for the ride. Yeah. And then, you know, Joshua Trees where I'm starting to decide, you know, what, I like this too. And like I said, you know, once we get past that, then it's, then it's my choice as to what it was. So listening to this, like definitely putting my list together, I'm back heavy and Mm -hmm. I didn't mean to be, it's just, there's more connection to that. And I I just don't have that connection to the, to the earlier records. Uh, Talk to me a little bit, Jody, about uh, putting your list together for the, for this. Cause I know you had to revise cause you initially did all 14 records, right? Right. I initially built my uh, list out and did all my listening with the expectation of it being an an all one shot. Right. Uh, So I did, go back and reevaluate and got to put in a few songs that I, I felt I won't say I felt bad leaving out the first time around, but I was hesitant to cut uh, because I, I felt like it was leaving out some of the nuance of their earlier stuff. And so I get, I did get to put those back in. Uh, but going back through it, a lot of memories of watching MTV Back when MTV was actually music television yeah. <laughs> and actually had videos mm-hmm. and had something to do with their title. And I remember the first YouTube video that I saw, and I can't even place the music. I couldn't even tell you right now what song it was. I just had a very clear memory of an aerial shot sweeping over Bono standing on a cliff with an ocean in the background and that was just burned in my brain. And I don't, I, I can't even say that before listening to these songs again, that that's something I could have even told you I had the memory of. Mm. But as soon as I started playing these albums, I was like, Oh, that's like, it's like I'm looking at a picture. Yeah. And there were yeah. other times, other things that I could recall while listening that again, couldn't have told you that I remembered them until the particular song, particular album started. And I have these very clear images of this is a point in my life and U2 was there. Yeah. It, it, I know that sounds a little weird to some people, I'm sure, but they were a part of that moment. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, later on you're stuck in a moment, but, you know, that's <laughs> that's a whole other conversation for another day. Scott, tell me about uh, uh, putting together your list. So, um, like like Jody, my my... My fandom of U2 goes back to the early MTV days growing and actually a lot, a lot further than that. Growing up, my best friend's mom, um, who lives next door, um, actually came over here from Dublin. Oh, so wow. like she, she was deep into, like deep into them, like well before boy, like even well before boy when they were playing in the clubs. Wow. And Dublin. And like she put us on. To, to everything, like when it was coming out. That's intense. <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> now, I, w- I want to talk about this a little bit. We did REM, um, a couple summers ago. And I don't know that there was ever like a rivalry between them, but like my dad was an REM guy. My mom was U2. Mm-hmm. Was that like a thing? Like, cause that's bef- bef- by the time I was able to make the choice, it was all rock. And it was fine. They, they just kind of existed. But like, was that a thing? And not that, not that I know of. I don't know that I can remember it being a thing per se, but I do know of some people that I can remember being in that kind of divide that 
some of them, okay, yeah, that was simply just, this is the kind of music this person liked, that's the kind of music that person liked, and never the two shall meet. Mm -hmm. But there were a few people I can recall that, like, they were really into early U2, but outside of that, they were big fans of lighter rock, uh, alternative rock. So they would have been more in the, you know, REM camp. Right. But U2 was U2, and REM, why would you listen to that? So apparently <laughs> yeah. this was at least a thing with certain people. Right. Well, because I always likened REM was a college band. Yeah. And U2 was an Irish band. Right. And I mean, you know, now that I'm older, it's whatever. Like, mm -hmm. to me, it's, you know, obviously not the same, but... I can like e like them equally. It's it's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, I guess in youth, it's somewhat of a more difficult. I mean, I had that split like with the Pumpkins and Pearl Jam. Mm -hmm. Like I mm -hmm. I've I've never given Pearl Jam the time of day because I'm a Pumpkins fan. I still can't even figure out why. Like I guess there was animosity between Vetter and Corgan. I don't know. Uh, I couldn't tell you. That's one of those things I personally never did understand. But my my musical tastes are. To say they're eclectic would be understatement. Mm -hmm. uh, it's probably easier to say there are a particular few genres that I don't like. And even within those, I can find certain artists or certain songs that uh, break that rule. Like, I'm generally not a fan of gospel music, mm -hmm. but there are a few gospel songs I really like. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of New Country, but there's a couple of songs that I can sit and listen to and I can enjoy. Yeah. But other than that, pretty much any genre, I can find a decent amount of music to listen to and enjoy. So the whole, well, I like this, so I don't like that never did make sense to me. But I knew a lot of people that that was kind of their identity. Yeah. I'm I am a fan of X, Y, or Z. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting over it. And like I said, like this show has definitely opened me up to it. I'm looking forward to eventually, you know, I'm getting off topic here. Eventually we're going to get to Pearl Jam and, uh, I'm actually looking forward to it because they're a, a band I've avoided for so long and there's no real reason. So uh, I'm looking forward to kind of doing the deep dive. The name of the game is deprogrammed. And, uh, what we've done is, again, we we took the first half of U2 up to Rattle and Hum, and each of us has selected 20 songs out of those records, and we're going to mash them up against each other and try to make a top 10 starter kit list for you to then take and listen to and hopefully appreciate what U2 did, uh, again, up to Rattle and Hum. Um, the ones that match on all three of our lists are automatically through to the top 10. If it uh, matches on two of our lists, then it will go into the conversation where we will we will debate, discuss, and try to uh, get the list through. Now, I have to go here and pardon the pun. Number one with a bullet for me, Bullet the Blue Sky. P.O.D. did a cover of this, and like I, when I heard P.O.D.'s cover, I came back to U2, which is ridiculous. Like, you wouldn't think... <laughs> But they did such a good cover that I was like, I remember this song. And I went back and listened to it. And I was like, oh, my God. And, again, it's one of those songs that I wanted to ignore. But, nah, man. Like, it is it is probably my favorite U2 song, period. Bullet the Blue it's, Sky. It's high, it's high up there, too, yeah. You got it? Yeah, I've got it. Jody? Yeah, I have it. And yes. I found that I preferred the live version that was on Rattle and Hum. Okay. Uh, 
So it, it, it's better. Uh, I think it's better than the Joshua tree. It, it has a bit more energy and it's being live. It's not as tightly produced. So you kind of feel the band more in it rather okay. than feeling the producer in it. Gotcha. Uh, we can, when we get to the final, we can, we can discuss if we want to pull the live or, cause I'm for either. I, mm. I just love that song period. <laughs> All right. So we're going to stay here in the building. Jody. Alrighty. I think. I think I'll start with New Year's Day. I've got it. I don't, but I have reasons. Mm-hmm. When I get to my to to that part, when I get to that album, I'll uh, I'll tell you why. Okay, but Scott's got it, so it's in the combo. All right, Scott. Um, I am gonna go ahead and. Go with song, speak on the topic of songs that are better on the rattle and hum, um, side of things. Um, I'm going to go with the rattle and hum version of Sunday Bloody Sunday. Okay. I've got Sunday Bloody Sunday, which is why I don't have New Year's Day. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I have Sunday Bloody Sunday as well. All right. So that'll, so that one's through. And then again, we'll discuss whether we want to yeah. do live or, or, uh, record. All right. Wow. We are doing well. So let me go ahead and throw that off. Hmm. I'll go early because I don't, I don't know where you guys are with, with the early stuff. Uh, out of control. I've got it. Wow. No, I don't have that okay. one. That's for the conversations then. All right, Jody. I think I'm going to go ahead and, uh, pull from my, uh, my second half of my list with a shout. I think I have that. Yes, I do. I do. All right. It's uh, in the conversation though. Yeah, I got it. Okay. All right, Scott. Um, go early as well. Um, Electrico or the Electrico, I should say from boy. No, I don't have it. I don't either. Yeah. Wow, that's the first miss, though. That's nuts. That's the first miss. All right. Um, I didn't have, I didn't pull a lot from Unforgettable Fire, but um, I had forgotten how much I loved this song until coming through here, and this song started playing, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, Pride in the name of love. I've got it. Yeah, I do. Yes. <laughs> Such a good tune. Like I had forgotten how much I loved that one. Yeah, it's a it's a powerful song. I think that's the big thing about this first half is a lot of these because everybody knows by now the radio tunes I'm usually going to back out of because mm-hmm. I've heard them all a million times. And that one, I mean, it faded a little bit from radio play, but I mean, it's yeah. it it's still hits me just as hard as it ever has. Like hearing- There's something to be said about a good radio tune when it's really good. Mm-hmm. And yep. it just, it stands the test of time. Well, like you said, it's powerful. It's, it's way yeah. more, it's actually even more powerful now that I'm an adult, that I'm actually yeah. paying attention to what he's singing about. Like it right. was to, to before. Know, it was- context of the, of the song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Jody. Hmm. Three through and three in the conversation already. We're doing wonderful. I think I'm going to go ahead and play uh, The Unforgettable Fire. 
I rather enjoyed the kind of ethereal sound that they did when they blended the guitars and synths together. It gave it almost a, a disconnected dreaminess. It was it, it was a nice departure from the other stuff that they had done prior to that album. I don't have it. I don't have it either. <laughs> That's funny. I, I It's like I doomed you, Jody. I apologize. <laughs> I said, we're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> Scott. Uh, Stranger in a Strange Land. If I don't have it, then I definitely had it late. Hold on. Let's scroll through here. Yeah, it was. It must have been one of my last cuts because I don't have it. No, that didn't make it. Okay. All right. Let me try some more early stuff, like a song. No, not on mine. Yeah. Nope, I do not have that either. Try to get us back on track next time. All right, Jordan. Hmm. I'll go with Twilight. I feel like that one was a late cut too. Yeah, same here. I don't have it. Just make sure. Nope. I don't have it. All right, Scott. Um, go. I will follow. Yep. I have that as well. It's all right. I mean, when that's. The the way the way I started the whole thing, like that's mm-hmm. tune one that I hear. I was like, "Oh man, yeah." Was that a radio tune? Because I feel like I'd heard it more before than. I, I feel just, like it was the first single from Boy, but I'm not absolutely sure. See, that would that would make sense. That outside of the album, I heard it. Yeah, I, my mom didn't play those like a ton, right? But, like enough that you know I was familiar with it, but. I felt like I knew that one really well. And that was actually sitting at the top spot in my top ten. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I dig that one. Um, hmm. Where am I going to go? I've been sitting, avoiding some of these uh, obvious ones. Hmm. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to try one out now. Where the streets have no name. I've got it. Yeah, I do as well. It it can't be ignored, man. Like I, when, when you came up... Uh, you had left to go eat mm-hmm. and I was like, well, I'm going to get the rest of my steps in. And right. that one came up in the playlist and I had forgotten. Well, e- even just in research when original research mode, I heard it, but this time the, the, the swells at the beginning and the guitar comes in. I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot what this song does to me. And Josh, I mean, Joshua tree, is it in in these seven records for me? Right. It's that's yeah. the one for me. So I still got plenty of that. One, two, three, yeah. four, five. We've got five all the way through, and three in the combo. All right, Jody. All right. I think I will go ahead and uh, do bad uh, from the Unforgettable Fire. And the thing that caught me—not the first time I listened to it, but the second time I listened to it there's kind of two melodies going on in this song. There's the prominent one you can definitely hear, but sitting mm-hmm. underneath and blending a little bit with the bass line and a little bit with the drums, there's a second melody that kind of exists in there. And it sounds very similar to Filters Take a Picture. Yeah, I can hear that. I don't have it. <laughs> but I, no, you're right. Like I didn't even think about that. You're right. Like if you ignore the 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 top layer melody, mm-hmm. it's it's right underneath it. Yeah, and I wonder because again, I feel like that made my first cut. Scott, do you have? Uh, it's on my list. Okay. 
All right, you are up. All right. Um, I'm going to go stay with the Unforgettable Fire. Um, go MLK. I don't have it. No, I do not either. Mm-hmm. It was the fir- one of the first ones I pulled off of my list. That's... Now, keeping in mind, that doesn't mean that, because the way I build my list, I add things to it as I like them. Right. And then I yeah. go back and cut them. So yeah. it wasn't a, well, this is the first song I'm cutting out of the entire discography. <laughs> right. uh, it made it to my working list. It just didn't make it right. past that. Yeah. Right. I feel like it's a, it's like, the, it's the perfect companion to pride. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Again, like some of these w- were difficult cuts. Like I was trying to balance out what that early U2 sound is against, you know, my feelings for some of the later stuff here. And yeah. oh, hint, hint, apparently a lot of the later stuff won. Yeah. Um, that being said, let me go very much against what I just said. Uh, Gloria, I think we're okay. I do not that. have it. It was one of my late cuts. Yeah, that didn't make it for me either. This is right now our A-OK. We are halfway done already. So, Jody? Let's see. I think I will play tomorrow. Well, we're playing today. Well, I'll play both. <laughs> and you can do Fredo tomorrow. Oh, boy. I love you, Fredo. Can't wait to see you. Uh, I don't have it. I don't have it either. I thought I did, but apparently I didn't. It must have been, must have been on my first edition. All right, Scott? All right, um, this one's probably not going to land because I know how you feel about covers. <laughs> um, but Helter Skelter. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's actually a really good cover, but I definitely it's covers are tough for me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, it didn't make it too long on my list. I enjoyed listening to it, but while it, I agree it was a good cover, I don't. It just didn't feel like them. Yeah, and it felt yeah. like they were playing it to play it rather than playing it because it was a thing that they were into. Yeah, I think that you know, I think ultimately, if if it felt very U two, I think I probably would have pulled it in. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think you nailed it right on the head. Speaking of rattle and hum, I've forgotten how much I loved this song too. Desire. Yep, I've got that. I've got it. Nice. Desire. Like almost like a sign of things to come. All right. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six already through. All right, Jody? I'm going to go with Rejoice. No, I don't have it. Oh, no. Probably not. That one must have made my first cut, too. All right, Scott. Um, the let's um stay with rattle and hum. How about Angel of Harlem? Yep. Yeah, I have that. I got it. (laughs) Oh wow! I don't know. We might get all ten before we. (laughs) This is insane. All right, well, I better get this one out there before uh, I lose a chance to do so. Um, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. 
I've got it. Yeah, I have that. I would have been okay with losing it, but I love <laughs> that one. Wow. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow. All right, Jody. All I want is you. Uh, nope. No, I don't have it. All right, Scott. Um, so I've got a question. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe I have an answer. Where are we on like B sides for like, or not like, not necessarily B side? Well, yeah, I guess songs that didn't make the album but are still within that era. You're free to play whatever you want. Just okay. knowing that it probably won't hit. Right. But I mean, at, at this point, this is the perfect time to play something like that. Yeah. Um, Put it on people's radars. Baby, please come home. Yeah, I don't have that. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, all right. It's like the one Christmas song I can really like get down with year after year. Man, I don't know which. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, how about I threw a brick through a window? No, I don't no. have it. I was just telling you guys something I did last weekend. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean that's cool and all, I suppose. <laughs> I should stay on task. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jody. A day without me. Um, I think we were so close on s- stuff, Jody. I think I made a cut where you left, and then you made cuts where I left. Yeah. Again, I think that one was on my first. I don't have it either. All right, Scott. Um, running to stand still. Mm, nope. No. Nope. Got it, Judy. No, I don't. Still. Okay. How about? Red light. No, I don't have that either. Same here. Don't have it. Right. Jody? Stories for boys. Oh, my God. I think that one was 21. (laughs) Scott? No, I don't have it. It was absolutely one of the last cuts. Absolutely. All right, Scott? Um... We'll go back to Rattle and Hum. Uh, when Love Comes to Town. Yep. I got it. No. Mm-hmm. No. <clears throat> Alright, I've got five left. And we've got one, two, three, four. Mm, scroll, please. 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 One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And so we've got Eight through already, four in the combo, and I've got five songs left. I feel bad playing any of these. How about Wire? No. No. Right. Jody? Uh, Ankatu. Yep. I got it. Sorry, what was the song? Ankatu. No. It's like track two, I think, right? Two or three. Yeah, pretty early in. Yeah. All right, Scott. Um, forty from War. Uh, nope, no. Uh, 
All right. I'm down to my last th- three. I've got one left. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think I've got two. All right. Um, exit. Nope. All right. Try out your... Well, I guess... Scott, did you have exit? No. Okay. Try out your last one, Jody. All right. And the last one I have is with or without you. Nope. I've got that. I'm glad. Because I'm so deep with that record. <laughs> I was like, I really want to. I really, really, really want to. All right. So you've got one left, Scott? Um, I have... Yes, it looks like one left, and that would be um, Fire from October. Nope. I don't have that. I guess we can surmise that uh, Jody does not either. Not yeah. unless I go pulling them out of my ass. <laughs> All right, my last two were Trip Through Your Wires and In God's Country. So just to put them out there, if you are the type of person, which I highly recommend to collect the songs as we mentioned them uh, and put them into a list. Again, I highly recommend that. Listen to the 10 that we pick first and then go and grab all the rest. Right, we archive these. Let's go over the ones that were unanimously voted in. I swear I can talk. I swear I can. <laughs> I can all guards. Uh, sometimes I get too far ahead of myself. All right. Unanimous uh, decisions. I will follow. Bullet the blue sky. Where the streets have no name. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Sunday, bloody Sunday. Desire. Angel of Harlem. And pride in the name of love. Man, that's a good start. So now we got to get two out of these. With or without you. New Year's Day. Uncut dub. Out of control. Without a shout. And when love comes to town. Now, I honestly think with or without you is on the chopping block just because we already have like three through from Joshua Tree. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless we, unless we absolutely feel like we need that song, I feel like the album's pretty well represented. I'm not against keeping it either. I can be very easily swayed. <laughs> No, honestly. I don't have a problem losing it. Like you said, we've got enough res- representation of the Joshua Tree on there. Yeah. Sorry, you're saying, yeah, I, I don't mind losing it. And to be honest with you, the only, the only song that we're picking out of the list of that I really have strong opinions on at all are uh, Uncut Dove. I love that tune. Love, love, love that tune. How do you feel about putting that one through? Which one? Uncut Dove. Uh, we can put it through, yeah. All right. So that just leaves the last one. Mm-hmm. Now, do we want to go with the hit, New Year's Day, or one of the other ones that are lesser known, Out of Control, Without a Shout, or When Love Comes to Town? How do we feel? Because, I mean, we've got a good deal of hits through. Uh, Blue Sky, Streets Have No Names, Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For, Sunday Bloody Sunday, Desire, and Pride. Do we want to expose them to something else? Because I will follow also. <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to put that when love comes to town? Because, no, we've already got Rattle and Hum. Rip yeah, we've got, a, we've got a lot of Rattle and Hum, even though I really love when love comes to town. And I, I think it is a good good representation of 
them embracing Americana, especially with BB King in there. Yeah. Um, honestly, I, I feel like, uh, without a shout has to be up front because it's the only thing from October that you got mean with a shout. I mean, yes, yeah, sorry, with a shout. Uh, because <laughs> uh, there was a lot of shouting. There was lots and lots of shouting. Um, it's the only thing from October that got through to the combo at all, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, unless, unless somebody has strong feelings for any of the other three, I think that's the one. No, I could, given, like I said, given that it is the only one from October, I think it would be, a, it would be unfortunate if October didn't get represented. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. So we lose these other ones. Um, And there and there. All right. So now I'm, I think I'm with you about, uh, the live version of Bullet the Blue Sky. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Scott agrees. So I'm going to go yeah. ahead and put, make that one the live one. And what was the other one? The, um, the, the movie version of, cause it's all, not on the, it's not on the album. They left it off for some reason, but Sunday Bloody Sunday. That's right. From the movie Rattle and Hum. Now, how do you feel about that, Jody? I, I don't really have a strong opinion why any of the other as far as the two versions are concerned. Okay. So I mean I, we have Sunday Bloody Sunday. Like it yeah. was we all agreed on it. And we've got live Bullet the Blue Sky. So we've got representation of that album and we've got representation of them playing live. I don't yeah. know, man. I, I feel like I feel like that's our ten. Um, we've got I will follow, Ancot Dove, with with a shout. I don't know how many times I said without before Jody corrected me. Uh, Bullet the Blue Sky Live, where the streets have no name. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Sunday Bloody Sunday, Desire, Angel of Harlem, and Pride in the Name of Love. And I mean, again, you know, the, a lot of those are hits. But uh, if you're anything like me you wrote those hits off a long time ago and that was a mistake because going back and listening to these, I, I got those same feelings that I used to get when I was a kid, like that, that feeling of it, it usually makes me feel good. It's not like the sublime where it like makes me feel happy, but it, it, it just made me feel good listening to you too. They, and I, I have a little internal conflict in this cause I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I feel about how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Because I have to agree with you in that, and I've never a religious person. I've identified as an atheist for quite some time. But even though I can't connect with the actual religious aspect of the songs, the nebulous as this word is, the spiritual aspect of the songs Mm -hmm. speak, even with the decidedly religious parts being there, the spiritual part still speaks out. and. It's the, they talk about things that regardless of what you believe or don't believe in, you can connect with. Well, it's like, yeah, yeah. you sent out a tweet the other day. You, you listen to wrestle pals. You don't right. like, you don't like wrestle pals. You don't right. like wrestling. I, I don't, I don't care for wrestling at all, but hearing people the, talk about, hearing people talk about things that matter to them, that they care about, that touch them, even if you can't relate to that experience, you, it's still enjoyable to listen to other people enjoy. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I think that's a lot of, a lot of what, especially this early U2 is. And, you know, I look forward to the second part because as I said, you know, up till pop, I was in, 
Mm-hmm. And then it's not necessarily that I checked out. I just didn't care anymore. Not, you know, I guess that's almost worse, but like, <laughs> you know, I, my early twenties, I try to be a metal dude right? and it didn't last very long, but like, I tried to be a metal dude. I got way into like ICP and stuff like that. And, you know, I think now's the perfect time for me to check out this newer YouTube stuff and, and really kind of, I don't know how long it'll be. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, this this didn't take that long to put together. Like, no. I, I honestly, so, I'm, I'm glad we you, cut it in two. <laughs> so you checked out, you checked out completely after Pop. Like you haven't, you didn't bounce back in once um the other records came out. Well, you know, other than radio stuff, essentially, because my yeah. mom had gotten what was it, the greatest hits? Like it was the four, like four albums or something with yeah. um sweetest thing on it, and I love the sweetest thing. I think that's a great, great tune. Um, yeah. and then, you know, uh, what's the one with vertigo on it? Uh, that would be how to dismantle, I believe. Yeah. So yeah. when vertigo came out, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that's more on Bono's, you know, presentation. And I, I imagine I'll probably like that, the album as even now, even more so it's, it's probably a good thing. I have zero preconceived notions about the rest of that record. Other- yeah, there's there's some pretty there's some pretty good pretty good tracks on that on the How Does Man on Atomic Bomb record. So I'm actually kind of glad that like you know other than Vertigo will be the only thing I really have like eh, I don't like that, but being able to listen to it again like almost with new ears. Yeah, Bono did kind of, and and I do wonder about that and. Uh, but Bono did around the time of uh, Atomic Bomb embrace the rock star mm-hmm. and kind of became an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> or he let his inner asshole out. One or the other. I'm not sure which. Yeah. I'm not sure I actually yeah. want to know. <laughs> I think I think I'd prefer to have a a more grounded Bono as a thing that existed rather than a yeah he was always an ass and now he's popular enough he can get away with it. Yeah, uh, we blasted through this. And on one hand, I'm really grateful because I can actually get some sleep. Uh, but this was an, a really easy conversation. Like, I get, I, I mean, number one, I guess the three of us were, were in closer proximity song wise than I yeah. had, than, than you could actually hope for. We got eight through like immediately. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's rare. And then just that combo is usually where, you know, the, brawls begin i mean you remember you oh yeah a couple of weeks ago when we did sublime it was yeah that was interesting it was a thing it happened it happened uh but you know that's usually where the brawls happen and not only were there no brawls and i think that speaks to the positive feeling that youtube gives you that it's agreeable music and anybody who calls in butthole including my brother rob you're wrong and you should give you two another spin because you're wrong. You're way wrong. They may not be your favorite band. They're not mine, but they're way better than you give them credit for. So that being said, uh, if you'd like to support this program, you would like to support me specifically, patreon.com slash Ohio Justin. Jody did that. 
$1 a month, and now you get to hear me, like, every day yell at you. Well, not yell at you, just say things into your ears. It's it's insane. But you you get uh, the Oh Hi Justin pod. You get uh, this a couple days early. You get the hashtag WrestlePals. You get these ghouls demos as they get updated. You get, hopefully, a Dirty Jack comic book. I'm, I'm a busy dude, and I want to do more, and I can do more with your help. Uh, Patreon.com. Slash oh hi Justin. You can also subscribe to uh, this program on the iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, anywhere podcasts can be found. I just look up deprogrammed. It's that easy. And uh, also, you can follow me on the Twitter at the Hulkster or like the Facebook page Deprogram BA. If you want to jump in on a conversation like this, it's simple. Jody, what you listened to an episode and said, "Hey, I kind of would like to do these bands," and then, like within two weeks, I was like, "Okay, let's do this." Yeah, I think I'd listened to two or three of the episodes uh, because I realized that I've been following you on Twitter for years. <laughs> Heard Jenny mention you a few times on her show, uh, monthly broadcast, and then it's like, eh, "Let's see where he is in social media." I mean, I already follow him on Twitter. What else is he doing? Yeah. Pop up on Facebook. It's like, oh look, there's a. There's a list. There's a list. I like this list. <laughs> and uh, I think, Scott, the next time you're up to bat will be Wu-Tang, right? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we'll probably get to that. I'm all ready for that. Yeah, we'll probably get to that in a couple weeks. I like the hip-hop ones because I never delved too far into hip-hop. So, it's it's almost always completely new to me. Like last one we did was A Tribe Called Quest and I fell in love with A Tribe Called Quest. So folks, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. You too. Learn them and love them, people. We'll talk to you next week. And I went way too far in there. 